Five lines to the top of Just a quick recap. The Gemara brought between Rav and Shmuel. Rav holds that even if by all other Lavin we hold Kedushin Taisimba like to Rabbanon, not like Rabbi Kiva, if a Shemer Siyavim tries to have Kedushin with an Ishzar, Kedushin would not be Taifis as the Pusik states, and we learn and Shmuel was with Supik if the Pusik teaches us that Kedushin isn't Taifis, or the Pusik teaches us that you are over on a Lav, but Kedushin is Taifis, and if an Ishzar is Mikadish Shemer Siyavim, according to Shmuel, we would require a get based on the Suffolk. And Rabbiane stated, and we paskin like Rab that in Kedushin Taisim B'Shemer Siyavim. And Rabbiachin said to Rabbiane, his Rebbe, that it seems to be clear, like Rab from Mishnah Mesechus Kedushin, where the Mishnah brings many different cases. And one case is if someone says, that if someone says to a Shemer Siyavim that I want to be Mikadish you, but it only should be Chal, once the Yavim performs Chalitza to you, then the din is that it's not Mikudashis, and it's Mukach that since you can't be Mikadashi now, as she is a Shemeris Yavim, so the Kedushin can't be Chal later either, because we have a cloud that ain't under Makna, Dava Shaloi Balailam, so we see that in Kedushin Taifsim be Shemeris Yavim, because if really you could be Mikadash, this woman that's a Shemeris Yavim at this point, so since you could be Taifis right now, so why can't this tie work? Lukhari is the Dava Shabalailam, and Rabbiani responded to Rabbi Echelon, although now I told you we passed like Rab, so we can definitely see this from Mishnah that it looks like it's Shita's Rab. But if I wouldn't have revealed this pearl to you, you would have explained that although you could be Makadish Shemeret Yavim right now, and Kedushin can be Taifis, and even so, where the Mishnah in Mesechtis Kedushin says that this Kedushin cannot be Chal at a later point, since Yitznai was that your Kedushin should only be Chal after the Yavim does Chalitza, and since it's not in the power of the person that wants to make this Kedushin happen to actually do this Chalitza, he has to rely on someone else to actually perform an act. So we also consider that a double shaloi baloilam, and the kedushin can't be chal even after the yavim does chalitza. And really, we could say that kedushin is type simple shemes yavim, and it would not be a riot from this mishnah to rab. And then we saw that Rabbi Shlakish turned to Rabbi Yechon and stated that even though it seemed that Rabbi Yane was happy with the svar that you said, but lochayer you can't bring a riot from this mishnah to rab that in kedushin type simple shemes yavim because we can simply explain the mishnah that the mishnah is going like shitas Rabbi Kiva that in kedushin type simple chayvilavim that kedushin is never typed by any Chayvi Lavin and it's not specific to a Shemer Yavim and that's why this Kedushin Al-Tanai doesn't work since Eina Demakla Davish Loibol Oilam the Gemara responds to Rish Lakish and says you can't explain that the Mishnah Mesechtis Kedushin is going like Rabbi Kiva because we know that Rabbi Kiva actually holds that a person can actually be Makla Davish Loibol Oilam based on the Mishnah Mesechtis Adarim as the Mishnah states that Lafir Rabbi Kiva if a woman makes a nedda that all my Maisi Dayim should be ushered to my husband that the husband should be made for the nedda as if he isn't made for her Neda, the Neda would be Chal on all of the Hadafa that she earned on the day of Chak, which does belong to her, and she can ask her on her husband. So we see that although the Maisiyadah is in Ba'ilam, she can still ask her it, and we see that Rabbi Kiva holds that other Makna And the Gemara continues and responds that Lakish, that he holds that Lafir of Akiva, that in other Makna and that's why in the case of Mesech Kedushin, the Kedushin al Tanai isn't Chal. Since this Kedushin couldn't be Chal at the time that he actually said this Lash and he made this night because since at that time she was a Shemer Yisavim and we're going like Rabbi Kiva that in Kedushin Taisim B'chayvi Lavim and since at that moment the Kedushin couldn't be Chal therefore can't be Chal later on because in under Makta Davish however in the Mishnah Durham the reason why Haneda can be Chal is like Rav Huna Bader Rav explained because the Mishnah is discussing a case where she said specifically that my hands should be Asa and should be Hegdash to Hashem as Taisim explains and since her hands
hands of Bala Ilam, so she has the power to ask her hands and all of her earnings that are Dafali Devkak, which would generally belong to her and not to her husband, they would also be Asa since they are made with her hands. And although generally Rabbi Kiva does hold that in under Makta Davishlay Bala but over here, since her nether was made on her hands, and Yadayim is no Alma, of course her hands are in this world, therefore, of course, the nether Bichal because she was Makta Davisha Bala Ilam. Now keep in mind that although this entire Akdama isn't really relevant to today's Gemara, it is important to understand how we got to this point, but today's entire Gemara will focus on one point, and that is to show that there is an unbroken chain of Tanaim and Amrayim that will all Tamidim of each other and lead back to Rabbi Kiva and all hold that other Makna Dovishalai Ba'ilam. And in a moment, we'll see in our Gemara that will continue and explain that Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak disagrees with the way Rabbi Huna Breda Yeshua explains Shita's Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak actually holds that there is no Shaila that Rabbi Kiva certainly holds that other Makna Dovishalai Ba'ilam. And the Gemara now says, Upligid Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak, that this Shita Rabbi Huna Breda Yeshua is actually at odds with the Shita Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak. The only Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak, because Rabbi Nachba Yitzhak taught us that there's a whole slew of Amrayim and Tanayim that lead back to Rabbi Kiva that all hold that other Makna Dovishalai Ba'ilam. Rabbi Huna Kirav, Rabbi Huna holds like the Shita Rav, Rav Karabyanai, and Rav holds like the Shita of his Rebbe Rabbyanai, Rabbyanai Karabchia, and Rabbyanai holds like his Rebbe Rabbchia, Rabbchia Kirabi, and Rabbchia holds like Rebbe, like Rabbi Yudan Nasi, Rabbi, and Rebbe holds like his Rebbe Rameya, Rameya Karabelezah ben Yaakov, and Rameya holds like his Rebbe Rabbelez ben Yaakov, Rabbelez ben Yaakov Karabakiva, and finally we see that Rabbelez ben Yaakov will hold like the Shita of his Rebbe Rabbakiva, and all of them hold the Amma, Adamak, the Davish and clearly we have an unbroken chain that starts from Rabbi Huna the Amaira and goes down all the way to the great Tana Rabbi Kiva that holds that other Makna Davishalai Balailam. And the Gemara now says, Rabbi Huna Mai, where do we see that this is the Shita Rabbi Huna? That makes we learn, if someone sells the eventual pears that will grow from his date tree to his friend, Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Huna says, prior to these pears growing, then you could be chayza from your Mekach, but once they already grow, so we see Rabbi Huna holds that even though that these pears were not ba'ilam at the point that you sold them. However, we're going to say that and even though, of course, prior to them coming into this world, you can't be kind of them because they're not ba'ilam, but once they do come into the world, then you will be kind of at that point. As Rashi says, once they come into this world, then your mekach would be chal. And Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman argues on the sheet of Rabbi Huna, and he holds that even if these pears already exist in the world, you could still be chayzer because he holds in the mekach and Amr Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman over there teaches us that even though I hold that and therefore the king is not chal, and in reality, if the Michael wants to be chayzer, he can be chayzer. However, Medina, I'm still going to be Maidah, the Shamit Va'achal, if the Lekech goes and chaps the Paris and he eats them prior to Michael being able to be chayzer, even if the value of these Paris went up in price, and therefore there's a gap in the price difference, and the Michael wants to get that difference in price, we would not require the Lekech to pay that difference, and the reason is because Mechilu Betais is considered a Mechila. And the main point is that Rav Huna holds that other Makna Davishalai Balailam. And the Gemara continues, how do we know that Rav, who is the Rebbe Rav Huna, also holds that other Makna Davishalai Balailam? Dom Rav Huna, I'm Rav, because Rav Huna himself stated in the name of Rav, Ha'im Lechaveir, if someone says to the friend, Sada Zushani Lekech, this Sada that I'm about to purchase, Lishachachana, when I go through and I finish my purchase, Kanui Lechama Achshav, it should be sold to you at this point. So a person wants to flip this Sada, the din is that it will be a valid Kinin, as the Gemara says, Kana, you would be Kaina. Now, if we hold that Eidon the Makkah, Davish Loibalailam, so Lachaya, Reuben can't go and flip this Sada to Shimon prior to him already having his deed and acquiring it. And therefore, by the fact that Rapuna said over 
in the name of his Rebbe Rav, that even if prior to owning the actual Sada, you go and flip it to your friend, and the din is that once you acquire the Sada, then your friend acquires it at that moment as well, because the original Kenyan was a valid Kenyan. So we see that and the way we explain the Gemara is like Tysus explains that Reuven went and sold this field to Shimon prior to him having ownership of this field. But Ayn Rashi, that Rashi explains that the case was that Reuven didn't sell this field to Shimon, but Reuven actually gave this field to Shimon as a matana. And the Gemara continues that Rabbi Yana, who was the Rebbe of Rav, he also holds that and we'll see that Rabbi who is the Rebbe of Rabbi Yana, also holds the same way. And as the Gemara says, Rabbi Yana, Rabbi Yana holds like his Rabbi that Adam Makna Dov Shalobal Elam, the Rabbiana Havalai Risa, there was a story where Rabbianai had a sharecropper, that have a nice leg gun to the Peri called Mailu Shabta, that every single Arab Shabbos he would bring him a barrel full of Peris in order to have a new Shabbos. And Ahu Yoyma one day, Nogale, it got late, Floy Osa, and the sharecropper didn't arrive. Now, since Rabbianai knew that his sharecropper eventually will arrive, so Shokal asked him a period to base your So he took some Peris from his house and he said, This should be Misa on those Peris that I'll eventually get. And Therefore, they should now be Masukan. Also come in Rabhiya. And then afterwards he came in front of Rabhiya on Malay and Rabhiya said, Shapa Avdis, you did properly. The time to excellent Baisa, the Matilmalira Sashamalakal call Yamim, that the Pasik says, but again Maisa, in order that you should learn to fear Kajbahu all the days of your life. And we learn out from the words call Yamim that's referring to Shabbos Yantiv. And the Gemara is Lamai Hikhasa, what is this Pasik teaching us that Elu Shabbas of Yam Taibim, what halacha is it trying to teach us? Elim Lasurim. If it's coming to teach us that even on Shabbos Yom you're allowed to take off Maisa and be misakin your table and therefore be able to have Oinik Shabbos because you're now able to eat these pears. But the Gemara says that that can't be what the Pshat is because Istrukral the Mishri tilted Rabbanon. And as Rashi said, Pshita, of course, is Pasha. Istrukral the Mishri tilted Rabbanon. The Dutoria have to bring us a Pasuk to teach you that you could go with take off Maisa on Shabbos, which is only an Istrukral Rabbanon. Have Frushes Maisa Bishabbos. That the only reason why a Frushes Maisa Bishabbos is also in the Elmish. Shvus is only because of a shvus because it's nirik in the sakimana. And even if you're going to say the issa is because you're not allowed to touch any payers that are not misukim because you're not allowed to eat them and therefore the muksa, of course, the whole din of muksa is an issa drabbanan. And therefore, of course, this pasuk can't be teaching us a din but a geya taking off maishas on Shabbos in Yontiv. And we continue on that tzadagilon base, el lav kai gavna. There must be that the pasuk is actually teaching you that in your situation where your sharecropper is coming later and you want to take off maishas right now and you want to be massacring something that's loy balaylam, the din is that other makna davish loy balaylam. And therefore, once again, we see that Rabchia and Rabbiana both hold that other makna davish loy balaylam. And that's why Rabchia told his Talmud Rabbiana that you properly took off Misa prior to Shabbos, even though you were taking off Misa on something that was loy balaylam. Now, Rashi says over here that the reason why it would work over here is based on this Pasuk and based on the fact that it's a tzorich oinik Shabbos. Now, it's a little schwer because this din that we're saying in the Agamara is not based on Shabbos. It seems to be a general din that Adam and and I in Tesis how Tesis learns Agamara. And the Gemara continues, Rabbiani said to his Rebbe Rabbiya that on that night, which was a Friday night, when I just took off the Meisers, I saw in a dream that they showed me a reed that was broken. And my love, Hachikamri, the simon that they were giving me, Menashemayim, was based on the Pasuk, which tells us bad things that a symbolize as it says and this pasuk is in Malachim where it says that sent to Chizkia that if you're going to go and rebel against me and you're going to rely on Pare Melech to protect
protect you, that you should know you're relying on something which is like a broken reed and will not protect you. So since they're showing me that this is something which is so schwach, it must be that my svara was wrong and the mice that I took off is improper because and Reb answered back to his Talmud Reb Yanai that you're incorrect because you did the proper thing and loy, this Pasuk that they read in front of you is not really referring to that bad thing but this is what they're actually teaching you based on the Pasuk that says over there it says that a weak reed and a broken reed will not actually completely break and then the Pasuk says that your judgment did come out properly and therefore they're telling you in your dream that you actually passed them properly they were able to take off Maisa because and the Gemara continues Rebbe how do we know that Rabbi's Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda Nasi also held that other makna davishalaylam the Tanya is willing to rise. Le saske evadaynav. The pasuk says that a person should not go and work his eved when he's already freed. Now can't be talking about a regular eved that was free because that would be pashit, and not only would it be pashit, but lechayir the pasuk wouldn't call such a person an eved. So Rabbi Oimeh belekeich eved amenasu shachra kosmedaba. We're talking about a situation where someone's buying an eved that right now is an eved, and he makes a condition that I want to free this eved once I purchase him, and as Rashi says. And at this point, since you promised to set him free, therefore you can't use this evid at all. And the Gemara explains, what are we referring to? So Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak explains the cost of late that you wrote this evid, when I actually buy you from your master, it should be as if I already sold you back to yourself at this moment. And clearly we see that according to Rabbi, because if the din will be, then you would not be able to make such a at a point that you don't actually own the Eved yet and the Eved would not be able to acquire himself and I entice on that Tzadik where he discusses why in our Gemara do we say the cost of lay when I buy you and we use a Lashem Me'achshav and also on Amin Aleph when we brought the Sheet of Rav we said and Tzadik is bothered why do we have to use the Lashem Me'achshav and the Gemara continues Rav Meir how do we know that Rameya, who is the Rebbe of Rabbi Huda Nasi, also holds that other makna And although our guess is the Tnan, because we saw this Mishnah before, which was a Mishnah Mesechtis Kedushin, however, over here with Gers Titania, because this will be actually a longer Brysa that explains that Mishnah. And the Brysa states, If someone says to a woman, I want to be Makadishu after I become a Ger, right now I can't be Makadishu, but later on I will be able to, and therefore I want the Kedushin to be Chal, and the Kedushin should be Chal after you become a Geras, or an Evid says to a woman, after I become an Evid Meshukra, and at this point I can't be Makadashu, but you should wait until then, and you'll be Makudashus to me at that point. Or he says, after you become Meshukras, or he says to a woman that's an Ashish Ish, that I want to be Makadashu now, after your husband dies, or he says to his wife's sister, that I want to be Makadashu after my wife, who is his sister, dies, at that point you'll be mutter to me, but right now you're not. Or he said, as we learned before, that if your Yavim does Chalitza to you, because right now you're Shemeres Yavim, the din is that she's not Mekudeshes because however, now the Gemara brings down which we did not have before, that Rameya says in all these cases, you would actually be able to be Mekudesh, this person, and why is that? It must be because Rameya holds that and the Gemara continues. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov. How do we know Rabbi Lezben Yaakov also holds that other makna davish lo The Tanya belonged to the Brisa. And as I 
normal, let's just understand that, of course, if a person has pears that are attached to the ground, you can't take off truma from them on pears that are detached from the ground, and you also can't take off pears from something detached to the ground on pears that are still attached to the ground. Rice over there teaches us that if someone says that I want the pears that are still attached to the ground, but they're already fully grown, and therefore they really could be cut off the ground, and the person says that I want these pears, once they're cut off the ground, to become truma and be massacring the pears that were already cut off the ground previously, or he said the opposite, I want these pears that are already cut off the ground to become truma once I cut off these pears that are attached to the ground, because at this point, these pears are already fully grown, and therefore, really, I could cut them off right now. And the Bryce then continues and says that not only do we say this then, when those pears that are attached to the ground are completely grown, but yes, okay, I'm Rebbe Lesben Yaakov, that Rebbe Lesben Yaakov said even a greater Chaddish, I feel in the pears of Rigazu, Tlushim, you truma, I'll pears of Rigazu, Mechubarim, or a pears of Rigazu, Mechubarim, I'll pears of Tlushim, and Rabbi Lezben Yaakov is mechavish to us that if someone says that I want the pears that are already detached from the ground should become truma and they should be misakin the pears that are not yet ripe because they're not yet a third grown and still I want to misakin those pears once they're already a third grown and once I cut them or he says that I want these pears that are not yet fully grown and are still attached to the ground to become truma and be misakin the pears that are already detached from the ground but the only time that this will be chal is only when the pears that are attached to the ground are already a third ripe and therefore they're ready to be picked and I cut them off the ground. So in that case, we say that his words would be kayim. And we see clearly, if you're a blessed Yaakov, that even though that these pears are still attached to the ground and therefore they're not really ready for you to be able to take off truma or to be able to go and take off truma on their behalf, the din is that it's still going to be considered a good truma once you cut it off the ground. So you see that other makna Finally, the Gemara says, Rabbi Kiva, where do we see the Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov holds like his Rabbi Rabbi Kiva, and therefore we have an unbroken chain from the point of Rabbi Kiva all the way to Rabbi Huna, that all of them hold that other Makna Davish And the Gemara brings the Tan as we learned in the Mishnah in Mesech Nisadarim that we brought in the Dhamma of our Gemara, that that if a woman makes a nether, that any Maisidayim that I create should be us to my husband, so in the Sarah the Tanakam holds that you do not have to be made for that nether because she doesn't own it, it really belongs to her husband. However, Rabbi Kiva says that since I hold that the oidif that she creates does belong to her husband, therefore, Yafa, you have to be made for that nada. And Rabbi Kiva holds that and therefore he holds that since she has a right to actually make this nada and the nada will be chal on her future Maisiyadayim, and therefore Rabbi Kiva says that the husband should be made for such a nada. And the Gemara continues that although we said earlier, that if an Edach comes and says that I know that your husband that went to Yom died, then it is that that woman can go and get married. And the Sephardah that we said was that since there's an Edach, plus we have a Chazaka that an Isha is Bodhikomintzba, therefore the Chacham gave her right to get remarried, and this was a Takana Le'igunais. However, the Gemara asked now a Shaila, but they gave a Yavam. So, Bo and Menei Merav Sheshis, they asked the following Shaila from Rav Sheshis, Edachah B'Yavam Amau, let's say there's an Edachah that comes and says, you should know that your husband died and therefore you could go get married to his brother and you could do Yibam and the Yisra Shesh is what would be the din and the Gemara goes through the Stadim time day Edechad is the reason that we matter you to go get married based on the testimony of one aid that just like we said by a regular case of Eish that the reason why we let you get married is because it's something that if you're going to go and get married and then you're going to find out that the husband is alive it's going to be something that's going to be terrible for you and therefore a person is definitely and how 
and here also a person would be Badaka Mitzvah, and therefore we should believe the testimony of one aid, and you should be able to go and do Yibam. The other side is that maybe time of the Eid Echad, the actual reason for Eid Echad, the E, Daika Mitzvah, that we say there's a Chazaka, that she will be Daika Mitzvah, but we don't also have to have the Svara of its Milsa Dabida Lagluye, and Mahacha, in the case of Yibam, keeping the Zimna Durachbalay, that there could be times where a woman is very close with her brother in law, Loy Daika Mitzvah, so maybe when she hears from an Eid Echad that her husband died, right away she'll jump with the opportunity to go and do Yibam with his brother, and maybe in this case, her brother should not be Makal on her, and should not let her go and do Yibam. So Amr Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis responded to them, Tanisu, we learned in our Mishnah, Amr Rav Meis Benach, Ve'achach Meis Baidich, if they tell her that his son died, and then afterwards your husband died, and therefore based on this testimony, it comes out that your husband died without having any children, and therefore your Shemer is Yibam, and she goes and has Yibam, and Ve'achach Amr Rav, and then afterwards they come and tell her, it's actually exactly the opposite, and really your husband died first, and then your child, and therefore at the moment that your husband died, he still had a child, and therefore you never became a Shemeris Yavam, and you were also to your brother-in-law, and you didn't have a hetter to have Yibam with him. The din is Tetzay, they have to leave your brother-in-law, and any child that was born from your relationship with your brother-in-law would be considered a Mamza. And the Gemara now explains, Hey, what are you referring to? If you're going to say that originally two Adam came, and they said that your child died first, and then your husband, and therefore you were mutter to Yibam, and then two other Adam came and said it was exactly the opposite. So my chazas is why would we say that you should be Saimich on the second two Adam, be Saimich on the first two Adam, and therefore she should be able to stay married to her brother in law? And I entice that he's bothered that how can you say that she will be able to stay married to her brother in law? But I forgot the tray of trace, fake over here that since there's two Adam on each side of the Suffolk, we should say that the Chazaka is that she's actually also to this Yabam, and therefore she would have to be Tate. So what's the Gemara's question? So I mean, in this case, since it's Trey or Trey, and the Yavim says that I'm certain that my brother died second, and she also says, I'm certain that I'm correct and I can marry him, then we should not require him to leave such a marriage. Just like we learned earlier in the parak on that if she gets married to one of our Edom, that the did would be, even though it's a Trey or Trey situation. And the Gemara asks a second question, why do you say that this would be a case where the child would be a Vade Mamza, Suffolk Mamza, who since it's Trey or Trey, therefore the child should be a Suffolk Mamza. And on this second question, the Gemara asked, maybe you're going to tell us that the Mishnah, when it said that the child is a Mamza, it really meant that the child is a Suffolk Mamza. But since in the Sefer of the Mishnah it says that in the case that Aiden come and say to a woman that we know that your husband died and she went and got married, and then afterwards they come and say that at the point that those Aiden said that your husband died, he was still alive, but you just so you should know that at this point your husband actually did die and the Mishnah over there said that the din is tete, but then the Mishnah said that Vavlad Rishon Mamza Va'achron Eina Mamza and in the Sefer certainly the Mishnah was being medayik in the Loshan and therefore Shmami no Davka Ketani it must be in the Rishon when we use the Loshan that if the child is a Mamza it must be that it was a Vavid Mamza and therefore Rav Sheshah says Elav Shmami no Chad it must be that the case of our Mishnah is where one eight came and said that you should know your son died first and then your husband and therefore your Shemeres Yavim and and then she went and had Yibam. And the only reason why we said that you can't stay married to this Yabam is because the time of the Asbe Treachushu, it's only because afterwards two Aiden came and contradicted the first aid. However, if no other Aiden came and it was only this one aid, then we would say that she actually could go get married to this Yabam and it wasn't a problem at all. And therefore, Zakrav Sheshis, we see 
clearly from our Mishnah that it must be that if an Echad comes and says to a woman that your husband died, the din is that that woman would be mutter to the Yavam. And we are in Cheshit that maybe she is very close to her brother-in-law and therefore she won't be Daika Mitzvah because she wants to make sure that she could do Yibum with him. We of course say that even in this case, she will be Daika Mitzvah just like a case where an Eid Echad comes and says, May Spilech, that we allow her to get married because first of all, this is an Eid Echad and secondly, she will be Daika Mitzvah and we will stop over here.